Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Bird, Nick, and with me as always, Cater. And tonight, we're going to... God, folks, we almost came to blows just moments earlier. Why do you want to bring that up? (laughs) I'm like trying to get over it and you're like bringing this up and it's just like, you know what? It was the closest. You and I have, if we'd been in the same room, we'd have been throwing fisticuffs. Probably. (laughs) Probably. We we just, like all the pent-up rage of our friendship for umpteen years just came to a head and exploded like Mount Vesuvius. fucking argument. (laughs) My problem is I expected Gator to do something. Yeah. (laughs) How long have you known me? Well, there was my problem there. Exactly. Anyway, this is becoming a reoccurring theme in the last couple months is me trusting you and then all of a sudden getting fucked. Yes. Because that happened in Vegas. And and what did you learn? (laughs) (laughs) Well, evidently, not enough. (laughs) Anyway. So are we smoking something today? Yeah. So tonight we're smoking the uh, final selection (laughs) from the July. You know, I didn't think you were going to bring any of that up. (laughs) Kind of thought, kind didn't of thought see that coming, did you? No, I kind of thought we'd get past. Yeah, that, I'm still there. I'm still right in the middle of it. <laughs> oh, trust me, this could go in all sorts of ways. Yeah, so. it really could. Anyway, this could be the last episode of the Cigar Pulpit. So tonight we're smoking. Yeah, kind of ironic given the emails you've been firing off this week, but I won't get into that. Which emails are those? Yeah, you know exactly what emails I'm talking about. <laughs> Unle- unless you haven't sent off the emails, because it's the one thing that I asked you to we're do. We're working and, on a project, know, folks. So I mean, you know, big big news. Possibly this is what happens when I leave you in charge of something. But why you know. <laughs> did you ever put me in charge of anything? I've specifically told you not to do that. You've known me for how long? Saying, have you ever saying, seen me follow through on a task? Well, no, and I think that's where I have a valid grievance, but, you know, it's neither here nor there. <laughs> what? No. No. Every, nobody came to hear What's the, the cigar. Everybody's here in their parents' <laughs> fight. They're all just like, why are you breaking up the family? You know, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Two Christmases. Oh, God. So, yeah, so tonight we're fi- uh, smoking the final selection from the July My Monthly Cigars box. We'll be smoking the Buffalo Trace Cigar. It is a 6x52 Toro featuring an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, a Brazilian binder, and Nicaraguan filler. Um, this guy is a medium to full, so this ought to be this ought to be fun. I'm a big fan of the bison musk. Yeah, you, you like to call Buffalo Trace bison musk. I don't know how that got started. I hope uh, you don't mind. I got mine out of the cellophane. Well, look at you being all quick and quiet. You, it was one trigger too many. You, you saw the line. You saw the line, and you're like, "Yeah, I need to pull back." Oh no, it wasn't triggering you. I just didn't want to have fun with it. Oh, okay. That's how bitter I am. <laughs> oh well, then. Hey, listen to this. You. Well, see, you know, all you did there was just fuck on Dan. That's all you did there. You just, you just took a steamy pile of shit right on Dan with that. Sorry, Dan. So anyway, yeah, the official cut is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Uh, Jeff already cut his, but I'm preparing to. And uh, you know, I hung out over at Riverman uh, a little bit today. Hung out with uh, Miss Cindy and Little John over there. Had a wonderful time hanging in the lounge and smoking some cigars. And Wearing your dress. Good conversation. I wore my kilt. Thank you very much. And I will point out for everybody, and you know what? I'm going to have to get some audio of Miss Cindy saying this, but she flat out said, men in kilts are sexy. 
has to do with some show called like Outlander or something like that. Okay, you're not an Outlander. Well, no, but you know, she said that it kind of like that's you're also not Braveheart. No, I'm also wearing boxers with it tonight, <sighs> just because I knew we'd be sitting outside. And I didn't want the mosquitoes. You wanted to protect your boys from the mosquitoes. I did want to protect my boys from them. Well, why would you not want to protect your boys from the mosquitoes? Right. Anyway, so, yeah. But, no. Cindy said this, the kilt was sexy. That's why people don't wear kilts to fight in the jungle. I'll say this, too. Plenty of customers rolling through Riverman Cigar Company today. Not a single one said anything derogatory about the kilt. In fact, a couple of them flat out said that they could see the utilitarian purpose of it. <laughs> One guy was impressed with the pockets. I said yes, because technically it is a utility kilt, so it does have two cargo-style pockets on the side. So you can store, like, my phone and my keys and my wallet and whatnot. And in my case, lighter and cutter. It's a utility kilt. It is. It can be dressed up accordingly for various events, you know, and whatnot. They were Everybody was saying I need to get a Sperron, which I... For, you have one. I have one. and But you know what? We're in the middle of the Riverman ad, so why don't we talk kilts after that? So what? Why doesn't... Why don't you wear the Sperron? The chain on it is too small, and I need to, like, get a bigger chain. I thought you got the big one. Well, no. See, it says that it was adjustable for waist sizes 30 to 52. I don't need the 52 before you pounce no, on that. No, I was going to say you're nowhere close to 52. I was going to say, before you pounce on that. But anyway, um, I don't know how you adjust this chain. Like, it's impossible. I do not know. Short of adding links to it, I don't know how you adjust this chain. And Let me take a look at it. I'll fix it for I'm you. I'm telling you right now, there's there's no way to adjust this stupid thing. But well, anyway. Worst comes to worst, we just go to Home Depot and buy you some chain link. Well, that's that's probably what I need to do. I mean, very small chain. Very, I mean, very... three, four feet ought to do it. You know, God damn it. <laughs> anyway. Riverman Riverman. Cigar Company, when I was over there, the point of this, other than hanging out and talking to Miss Cindy and Little John, is that they've got a lot of boxes of new inventory that they are processing and getting out on the shelf. A lot of cigars hitting the shelf over there. Um, I saw at least one box from Padron. Um, There were a lot of different cigars that were rolling out. And that's not counting what they already have. They've got the full selection of Aladinos. I smoked myself a... uh, uh, Corojo Reserva Robusto A today, ton of Oscars. And I'll be talking about that shortly. And yeah, the uh, the Oscars and the Perdomos. And I mean, guys, they've got all kinds of great cigars over there. Um, in fact, there was one guy, a customer we were talking about. Um, he, he didn't pop in, but somehow he came up in conversation. And um, he lives very near a cigar lounge. Very near a different one. But he'll come to Riverman, and he loves coming to Riverman. Because they have such a wide variety of other cigars that when he does come to Riverman, he just stocks up like crazy. He was yeah. apparently at their poker night and because uh, they have poker every other Tuesday over there. And he was at their poker night. And while he was there, he just stocked up like a madman. So, yeah. you know. Well, I walked around with Dan on, I guess it was Saturday night when Broccoli was in town. Yeah. And I walked around while you guys were sitting back there. And he was doing a quick inventory. And he had been slammed. Yep. I mean, he was he was going around. He's like, God, I got to reorder this. And I got to reorder this. And I said, dude, it's a good thing. Yeah. You know, he's been moving cigars. He's been moving the cigars. They're currently out of the Bishop and Gator. They are. Yeah. And they still are. So, yeah. So, I know that's uh, one and of that's, the ones and, to be ordered and everything. And I want yeah. to thank everybody in the audience because a lot of those have been mail ordered. True. Yep. Exactly. But uh, anyway, Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri, if you're in the St. Louis area, swing by Riverman and talk to Dan and get some cigars. And if you're not in the St. Louis area, but you still want to support a brick and mortar shop, make sure 
you give Dan a call and he can get a box of cigars sent to you right away. And with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. I'm I sorry. Kinda, I cut the cigar. Yeah, I kind of feel bad. I already so, cut So, okay. Mine. So, since you've already, like, jumped way ahead, what are you getting on the cold draw there? Okay. I'm getting two things, and I hate to even bring them up, because I, maybe I'm just dead wrong. Okay. <sighs> I'm getting hints of hay. Okay. Like fresh cut hay, but also chocolate. Son of a bitch. You're just throwing shit. Oh, no, I dropped my lighter. And it's dark, yeah. And I can't see. Um, well, why are you saying that? That's possibly wrong. I mean, like, it's not I like just, you said it was gasoline or anything. Like you did that other one. I mean, I had people back me up had, on that. You, you did. Yeah. I'll admit, you did. It I was mean, kerosene. Or... I didn't get it, but you know, whatever. Yeah. So okay. Well, let's see what now you that get. I've picked up my lighter. Let's see. Where's that? I like finding the top of the band. So that when I light it, I can I know that I've done the full rotation. Yeah. Problem is, it's too damn dark for me to see. <laughs> well, um, there's a problem there, and I'll explain that in a minute. Why we're going to have to sit in the dark. No, you're right. Hay and chocolate. There you go. The chocolate hits right away. It's, yeah. it's, it's not a sweet tip cigar, but it definitely has a real sweetness to it. Yep. The hay is a little more, more subdued, but uh, but yeah. No, you're right. Why why are you questioning yourself, dude? Well, I always question myself. Why? Why are you questioning yourself? Anyway, so yeah, hay and chocolate. I'll give you that. So why are we sitting in the dark? It's really pronounced on the uh, cold retro, by the way. So last night, I've told everybody about our cat, Charlie. Okay. I love the cat. Yeah. He's a Russian blue. Got him off of uh, our family farm. He's the sweetest cat in the world. Okay. But he has a problem. Of wanting to dart out of the house. He does. And I blame Addie for bringing him out on the back deck, you know, here and there. Yeah. And I the, think the cat needs to stay inside. She's got him used to being outside. So when the door opens, he will just wait and pounce and take off. And he's sitting at the door right now. Yeah. He waits for it. So I'm going in last night after I laid out my newspaper. I sat on the back deck, laid out the paper, smoked cigars, had a good time. It's a gorgeous day yesterday. It was a gorgeous day. So, as I'm going in, he knows I'm carrying the computer, Uh-oh. and he knows that it's his chance. And it's about 1030 at night, and that cat goes out under my foot before I can reach up and try to knock him back in, and he's gone. Just that's, disappeared into the night. That's great. So, I set the computer down on the table. I'm cussing profusely. I reach over and turn the light on on the back deck so I can go out and find the cat. Yep. And... I turn the light on, I walk out, and before you even get out the door, the light goes off. So I look up at the light, and, and if I hit it hard, I would tell you, but I didn't. I just reached up and flicked it like you would. You know, sometimes the filament is loose. and Yeah, 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 yeah. So you kind of tap did that. the bulb, and it, like, you know, And I didn't even tap the bulb. I tapped the uh, housing, you know, like the little lantern-looking thing that it's in. Okay. Just thinking I'll tap it, see if it comes back on. Uh-oh. The second I tapped it... The entire light bulb, like bulb part, just drops onto the deck and explodes. Oh, my God. It's one of those newfangled, you know, God forbid they just left our light bulbs alone. It's uh. one of those newfangled, like, full of toxic metals and all that shit. And But the, the filament and everything else is still stuck in the socket, and I can't get it out. You got to get a potato. 
Well, I'll show it to you. I don't know how a potato is going to work on this one, because I know the potato trick with an old light bulb. Yeah. But this has got a filament that sticks out like two inches long. Um, or like a, you know, like it, it's the newfangled, you know, Can you get pliers and get it out of there? I'm scared to stick metal in there. I've, well, I know it's turn the electricity off. I know out it's turned here. off. I'm gonna have to go down and flick the breaker just I, to be that's safe. That's exactly it. You gotta turn off the breaker for the deck because then... no one Addy she'll turn it on when. Hey, what are you doing? Click that. Probably. You know. Yeah. So anyway, needless to say, I did find the cat. All he does, he runs into the yard and lays down in the grass, and he's just happy. Have you thought about getting the cat some cat grass? Maybe that's it. I don't know. He obviously wants to just chill in the grass. Just get like a, like, like I don't know, like a maybe foot and a half like a, by foot like and a, a half. Like a starter tray. You know, yeah, exactly. Just get a 10 like by a, 20, yeah. Uh, that's what they're 10 by 20s. Inches. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, because well, I, feed. Well, I, I mean, was saying foot and a half by foot and a half. So then you <laughs> said 10 by 20, and I'm like, wait a minute. Are we still using the same measurement here? Because that would be really big. <laughs> I'm going with the English measure. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. Yeah. So, Although they don't use English measure anymore in England, do they? They're metric. Yes. Yeah. So. Sure. How jacked up is that? I know. But anyway, so yeah, get the cat some cat grass, and uh, maybe he'll just chill on that instead of running out and laying in the actual lawn. Maybe. Yeah, he doesn't and run oh, off. Yeah, and oh, yeah. Quit taking the cat outside. Yeah. Well, he did the other day. It's the first time he's ever done this. There was a squirrel over at the feeder. He ran out on the deck, looked out, saw that squirrel, and knew it was his time to shine. And off he went after that squirrel. It went up the tree, and he sat at the base of the tree, and he looked up, and I just knew he was going to climb the tree, and we're going to have to call the fire department to come get him. <laughs> and luckily, he just sat on the ground and stared at the squirrel in the tree, and we gently walked over, picked him up, and carried him back in. Okay. So, But we have a real problem on our hands. Yeah, you need to keep the cat indoors. I mean... It's one thing for it to be a farm cat and be out at the farmhouse and be out and about and everything like that. But not in the cul-de-sac. Let's be real. Hawks can still get it. There's still dangers and hazards for the cats. But in a cul-de-sac, dude, your your cat's on borrowed time at that point. Oh, absolutely. And he's pitch black. You know, he's a Russian blue, so at night, like, he's, yeah, he's you, a... You're he's not going to see him. He's disappeared. Yeah. yeah. Nobody will see him. that cat. At best, you can shine a flashlight and maybe catch his eyes. That's what I did last night with my <laughs> light on my phone. you don't have a collar on him, do you? No. Ah, see, that's your other problem. Have you gotten him microchipped at all? No. Probably should think about that. Yeah. So, you know. I don't want the government to track my cat. Well, it's responsible pet ownership, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Spay and neuter, get the microchip, you know, and all that fun oh, stuff. Oh, and then let's light up, and then will tell you what Eddie did to the cat. This is oh, going to be the cat my. episode. Oh, great. Oh, no, you'll want to hear this, because I was so pissed. God. So, yeah, so we're lighting a cigar here. My kid does Trying. some janky stuff. Trying to light my cigar here. I got a new lighter from Riverman when I was over there with oh, you, you and Broccoli the other day, and I like it. It's, it's another vertigo with a giant big-ass tank. But uh, I think I need to fill that big ass tank here. Mm. I got fluid right there. Mm. Now it's working. All it took was me to show that tank my lighter. Um. Anyway, so no, I have some in there. I need to find the adjustment wheel on that thing because the uh, flame I think is a little low. I mean, I don't like it to be six inches high off the lighter like you do, but you know, I I. Would like it to be maybe a little bit taller. Look at that. That's a good six-inch flame right there. Yeah, you like to just jack that wheel all the way to the top. 
blow through a big ass tank of butane in a day. <laughs> Three cigars need more butane. So, Addy and the cat. Well, here let let's let's smoke the cigar for a moment. So, okay, okay. Initial thoughts. Draw is really smooth. Draw is very smooth. It's putting off good smoke. Hmm. Yeah. In terms of flavor notes, though. Yeah. Slightly. <laughs> oh my. Ooh. Uh huh. Retro Hail's got a punch. Yes, it does. Um, yeah, that damaged me. There's definitely pepper on the Retro Hail there. It is not there on the smoke. No, it is not there on the smoker. At least not on the initial. Yeah, that's the initial a- uh, drawing on the first third here. But yeah, it's it's definitely there and present on the Retro Hail. Interesting. Yeah, it's pretty mild. Yeah, is this so a far, mild to medium? It said medium to full on the card. I don't see that unless well, it builds. Well, I'm going to say, give it time. We're literally in the very, very early stages of it. So, like, this is a cigar that could... Let's be real. We were talking about how the digger was no big deal, and we'd know how that ended up. Yeah, true. It kicked our asses. So, yeah, we'll see. But Okay. So Anyway, so Addy and the cat. What Addie did Addy do with the cat the other day? So, no, today. Oh. So, I bring our cousin Kenzie home because... This week, we're all going to Holiday World mm-hmm. over in uh, Santa Claus, Indiana. So I'm all excited about that. So I bring Kenzie because she's, you know, Addie's age, and they play real well Are together. Are they going to let you in that place? They should. I mean, I didn't know if the court order prevented you from going to. That's not in Indiana. Okay. I'm across the state line. Ah, gotcha. So <laughs> thanks a lot for putting that out there. Just Good God. <laughs> <laughs> That was a joke. That's a joke. Anyway. Oh, I owe you and Broccoli both for oh, quite yeah. a bit from the last episode. Oh, dude. We were Neither merciless. here nor there. Yeah. My dad listens to this show. Appreciate it. We were just merciless. So, um, <laughs> I guess Kenzie. I also thank, need to thank Alan for his wretched question about the parents having sex and all that. Because, you know, again, my dad listens That's to this show. That's heated up. So, thanks, Alan. I really appreciate That's that. That's heated up. What? That, I said that teed it up. Oh, I thought you said that heated up, and I was like, what? No, it teed it up. <laughs> no, it definitely teed it up. So, Addie and Kenzie are in the room, and the, you know we just, we've been home for maybe an hour, and finally Kenzie comes out, and I said, Kenzie, where's the cat? And mm. she goes, oh, she goes, Addie glittered it. I said, what? Oh, no. The cat looked like it was going to an Elton John concert. <laughs> But glitter can be dangerous for cats. Yes, glitter can be dangerous, especially given the way the cats bathe themselves. Yes. That cat's going to be eating a stomach full of glitter before it's all said yes. and done. Yes. So I lit Addie up, and I'm like, what were you thinking? And she wasn't. Um, She's 11. I know. So needless to say, I had to take Kristen's lint roller, and I've been rolling the cat all night, collecting glitter off of it to try to keep it from dying. Awesome. At some yeah. point, you're going to probably have to give that cat a bath. I don't know if the gl- I don't know if the glitter will come off in the bath. I mean, I would hope it would. It sticks to everything. Great. Yeah. Oh, I'm covered in it right now. I mean, I can't see. Like you I, you I look like I've been handing out singles at the strip club. I right say, now. I can't see you because you broke the light. Yeah. But, you know. So that's awesome. Yeah, I'm all covered in glitter and regret. Anyway. Well, you don't smell like a stripper. They have True. that really specific perfume. It's that Frenchy, yeah, that, really yes. like floral and fruity perfume. Yes. Yep. 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 Yeah. I contend it's the stuff, uh, essentially, like the stuff they spray in the bowling shoes. 
I can't say as I've ever huffed a bowling shoe after they sprayed it. So well, it's got the same strength, I'm guessing, if you know what I mean. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> I promise not to be wretched on the show tonight. Let's be real. Those girls have to, you know, make sure that they're smelling like something because I'm sure they get hot and sweaty up on those stages. Yeah. It's a good workout, though. I mean, they the B.O. Without that perfume, the B.O. would be obnoxious. Yeah. And and whatever deodorant they're using probably has to be strong enough for a man. But made for a woman. Well, precisely. Yeah. pH balance for a woman. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh. You use female deodorant every once in a while. I do. Because the male stuff bothers your pits. Yes. I get... Uh, I can't use the organic stuff, and I can't use... I, I don't like the male stuff, because the male stuff's almost always, like, real greasy and slimy feeling. Well, you like gotta, menin. Well, you don't, know? don't buy the gel kind. You gotta buy the, like... Yeah. But I, then the white kind, it gets on your clothes. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I... You know, what? What? what is the deodorant by Menin? I can't think of it. By Menin. Yeah. I don't I know. I can't think of what the first part of that the, is. Speed stick? Maybe. The, no. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. But regardless. So I used to make um, organic. It's kind of a funny name for deodorant, by the way. Speed stick. Speed stick. No, 60- I used to make my own deodorant. <laughs> 60 second scam. Oh, my anyway. God. Anyway. <laughs> so I used to make my own deodorant, but I can't use that because it uh, gives me a horrible rash under my arm. Is that the stuff that stinks really bad too? Kristen's I, talked about you using some sort of deodorant that you made that like with patchouli oil or something that just stinks really, oh, really no, bad. Oh no, that's soap. I have oh, I have patchouli soap and she okay. just hates it with a passion. <laughs> just hates the patchouli. I actually can't use patchouli stuff anymore because I I like patchouli. I'm yeah. I'm a hippie down deep, but I have a uh, person on my staff at the newspaper that's like deathly allergic to patchouli. So if I walk in the room and I've got it on, like she has to leave the room. Wow. Yeah. Well, probably for the best. Mm-hmm. So I have to kind of go easy on the patchouli. Okay. But no, I, I use, uh, you know, I'll use Secret or uh, what's the other one? I can't think of the other one. But yeah, I actually use women's deodorant more than not. I, in a pinch, have had to use women's deodorant when I go for mine and realize, oh, crap, I'm out. Yeah, like you Suave know? or, yeah, that's yeah, the other one. So. I mean, but like, that's one of those, like, you throw it on that day. And you go to the store that day, kind oh, of thing. You really have to watch deodorant because there's a shit ton of aluminum in it. Yeah, what's a, there's one brand that's out there. It's supposed to be all natural and blah, 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 and all that made for men and all this kind of stuff. But I can't remember what the name of it was, but yeah. I've seen the commercials. Yeah, al- but. aluminum is bad, like like mental issues as far as like dementia and whatnot bad. Heavy metals are not good for your body. And yet, the FDA is on us about cigars. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, the FDA, uh, well, I should say the um, Cigar uh, Association, they kind of uh, lost a peel recently. Mm. And, the PCA? Um, yeah, it's unfortunate, but they... Uh, um, I missed this. Yeah, it just happened. Like... I think maybe yesterday. So, yeah. So, um, the cigar industry had a resounding defeat. This is from Half Wheel at the uh, U.S. Court of Appeals for District of Columbia. And basically what it was is it was an appeal um, in the joint lawsuit filed by three trade groups, CRA or CAA, which is Cigar Association of America, CRA, Cigar Rights of America, and Premium Cigar Association against FDA over the 2016 deeming regulations. 
Um, the lawsuit was filed, blah, 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 blah. So the cigar industry had filed an appeal over various topics, whether the FDA's timeline for implementing parts of the regulations was legal, whether FDA had properly evaluated the economic impacts of the regulations of cigars, whether FDA could change the uh, grandfather date, and whether FDA could charge user fees for other products it regulates, and whether pipes should be considered a component or part or an accessory, which would change how FDA regulates pipes. Um, unfortunately, they were not able to win any of their decisions, and the decision was made by two judges um, and was unanimous outside of a bit of deviation from one judge about the pipe issue. But he basically he didn't agree with it was a concurring opinion, so he didn't agree with how the ju other judges viewed it, but he still found another way to come around and and uh, you know come to the same conclusion as the other two. Um, Half Wheel did a really good report, basically five things that this uh, loss kind of means. And the, the long and short of it is it really doesn't mean anything. I mean, it was an appeal. Um, you know, the uh, another court had already ruled against cigar industry on these issues. And it changes pretty much nothing. What it does do is it kind of takes um, a little bit of the argument from the cigar industry away. You know, and it was kind of uh, surprising. Uh, Half Wheel points out that... You know, they uh, they watched the hearing, which was held back in May, uh, trying to determine how the judges may lean based off the questions they asked. And it was clear that the user fee argument was probably not going to fly, but uh, they didn't really realize that, you know, everything else was also going to get taken down. And, um, yeah, it just, it just it is what it is. But, you know, they point out in this article that the uh, cigar industry wasn't likely to win every time it went to court, and it hasn't, but uh, overall... The industry has been uh, pretty effective in allowing people to continue to buy and sell premium cigars as it was in 2015. So, And that was the year before the deeming regulations took effect. So the long and short of it is things are basically as they were, but it's it's a setback. You know, It's not like something that's going to impact everything right now, but it is a setback. Uh, Halfwheel does point out that um, nobody, be it the CRA, PCA, or anybody else, has done any sort of um, fundraising off the back of this uh, this this uh, appeal loss, and basically points out, hey, now is the time to be telling people that you need more money, considering you know this legal fight is uh, still ongoing. True, and you know they just got got a setback, and and you know we need to keep this going and everything else because it cannot be cheap for these organizations to be fighting the uh, FDA like this. And they really do need support and help. So, guys, you know, for what it's worth, if you're looking to uh, to donate a little money to a cause, you might consider reaching out to either the PCA or CRA and just asking, like, you know, hey, how can I donate to the legal fund? Because, I mean, it's it's an ongoing fight, but it it just continues. So, yeah, and it's not going to get easier. No. Oh. Because there are people like our friend Dick Durbin. You dick! That are gunning for us. Exactly. As cigar smokers. And it just, it's it continues. So, for what it's worth, speaking of Dick Durbin. You dick! Any any update on Dick Watch? I have not heard anything from Dick Durbin. You dick! That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So, okay. Well, whatever. We'll, we'll keep waiting, but I sincerely doubt we're going to hear anything on that front. Same here. So... Anyway, so what are you getting on the uh, Buffalo Trace cigar here? I'm 
Still just a little bit into this thing. It's a slow smoker. It is a very slow smoking cigar. I was thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, uh, again, it puts off a good smoke. I've got a really nice ash going. I've had a little bit, little, little, little tunneling issue with it. Um, I'm not having a tunneling issue, but I am having a burn line straightness issue. Well, that's that's kind of, it, it mine's almost like a canoeing issue. Oh, okay. It's kind of canoeing down the side a little bit, and I've had to doctor that a little bit but otherwise it's uh pretty good i still don't buy that it's a medium yeah it seems like a mild cigar to me which i like i mean i'm pleasantly surprised i don't want to call it a mild i would say maybe like a mild plus you know i mean it's not like a davidoff or anything like that yeah but um yeah i don't know yeah the retro hail though is packs a punch like you said so yeah it definitely does the uh I am getting some sweetness off of it. I'm, I'm now that could just be the wrapper still, um, kind of like from the cold draw. But I am getting some sweetness off of it. Yeah, I can't say I'm getting any sweetness now. The problem is I had an orange before you oh, got here. So yeah, so your palate made an orange. So it that's why I was worried about my flavor notes when we first started because mm. I just eaten an orange and I thought, well, this is gonna blow this all to heck. So. You're gonna be like, it's citrusy. Uh huh. It's like no, no, it's not. Um. Well, no, I mean, I don't know. I've had Buffalo Trace whiskey before. I'm not really getting that from it. I'm not either. But I don't know if, I mean, I guess I assume that it's been probably aged in a Buffalo Trace barrel or something like that. Yeah. So it's not like it's uh, infused with and and has the flavor of, you know, the whiskey or anything like that. At least not that I can tell. Yeah, same here. We didn't pair it with any Buffalo Trace. We we discussed. We discussed, but chose to... Uh, we, there's been enough liquor on the show lately. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, we probably need to... I got ripped about what... Has that been a month ago not. now? Uh, it has been almost a month ago. Yeah. That wasn't pretty. Yeah. We probably, probably need to take a little bit of a break from the whiskey and the liquor. Yeah. Although I will say... We bought, uh, when Broccoli was in town, he and I went by Stumpy's um, Distillery in Columbia, and I bought this uh, lemon whiskey, and it's a 60 proof, Mm -hmm. so it's not like it's like a strong whiskey or anything like that, but um, I bought that, and I bought this blackberry mint syrup that they have there, and so I made this cocktail at home, and so it's, it's the whiskey. It's, I think um, you talked about buying it on the last show, but I didn't know you'd. Uh, I, I have made since a made it. Thing. I have since made it, and so it's the whiskey. It's a like a little thimble, you know, just a little bit of that syrup. A little bit will go a long way, kind of thing, you know. And yeah. then um, some lemonade, and it's so good, mm. super refreshing for a warm summer night. I was going to point out in the background because I just heard it. Mm-hmm. I think there are tractor pulls going on. That's true. The county fair is yeah, going on right fair, now, and it's going literally on right over there, not too terribly far away. So yeah, yeah so that, you may hear some engines revving. I was wondering if that was like cars or what that is, but yeah, I do. Now that you say that, I do hear that. Yeah, I'm so. guessing there's a tractor pull and or demo derby tonight. So there's something. You're loud. not calling the demo derby. <sighs> I I only did that one time in Prairie County. They have asked me to reprise that role. You should. Uh, it's 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 a lot of work. I mean... It's really more than just sitting up there, like, just babbling things. Well, yeah. You, we talked about that. You got to actually, like... Yeah, like, I'm part of... Convey instructions to the driver. Yeah, I'm yeah, part of the safety yeah. crew, and nobody wants that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No. 
Yeah, it's probably horribly irresponsible to have you in charge of people's safety. Right. I mean, I'm just you, saying. You do have two children, but <laughs> by the grace of God, I would say they've survived in spite of you. Exactly. You know? So, oh, anyway. Lordy. Oh my gosh. So, Nick, we haven't talked about our investing lately. Oh God, I don't want to because Dogecoin is just taking a spiraling dump down okay, the toilet. Now hold on, it had a little rebound today. Okay. It rebounded and at one point was up to twenty one point two nine cents. Well, okay. It's That's... back down to eighteen seven now. Oh god. Yeah. But it did have a quick rebound today for a while. Has Amazon seen any sort of a bump since Bezos went up in that giant penis rocket? <laughs> Just kind of curious. Come on, <laughs> tell me that doesn't look like a giant. Have, have you seen the meme of oh. the Doctor Evil with yes. the penis rocket yes. and then his penis I mean, rocket? Seriously, it's great. it is. It's just been the memes have been really funny. But the other one was uh, my dad got to watch Neil Armstrong walk on the moon. I got to watch a you know a, a billionaire fly into orbit in right. a penis. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else pointed out that Yuri Gagarin did that back in like the early sixties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, man, good for you, Bezos. The heady days of Yuri Gagarin. Yeah, there you go. But, what movie's that from? That's uh, a that's an actual line from a movie. Oh, I don't know. Hunt for Red October. Oh. That's a great movie. It is a good Are, movie. Do you it's get into the Tom Clancy movies? Um yeah, I mean they're all right. They're not bad. Um I was watching some of All Fears tonight before you got got here. Now that's the one with Ben Affleck, isn't it? Yes. That's what I thought. So you've had uh, it started off with uh, Harrison Ford. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Mm-mm. No, with Alec Baldwin mm-hmm. as the first Tom Clancy. And then um, Harrison Ford did two. That wasn't Tom Clancy. Or uh, as Jack Ryan. Jack Tom Ryan. Tom Clancy say, novels. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. And so, yeah. So it starts off Alec Baldwin did one, which I think Alec Baldwin should have continued to do it. I thought he did a really good job in those. But they brought in Harrison Ford. Yeah. For whatever reason. I like I don't, Harrison Ford. I don't think... I don't think Tom Clancy was happy with one or the other of them. It may have been Harrison Ford mm. because he always considered the Jack Ryan character to be younger and they brought in Harrison Ford to do it who was older. But later than they brought in uh, Ben Affleck. I mean, he was still significantly younger. I mean, my God, you know, he's get, he's filming another Indiana Jones movie right now. And the man's in his 70s, for Christ's sake. True. They need to keep him out of a plane. I just want to point that really out. Really just... I mean, and a race car apparently. Look, I, I like crash one of those. I like the Indiana Jones movies, but let's be real. Well, maybe not the last one, but let's be real. We should probably let those go. I don't think we need to see Harrison Ford. It, it, when they around got the like aliens this. into it in the last, I was going to say I don't even Crystal count. Skull Crystal thing. Skull doesn't count for me because that was their attempt to try and pass the baton to Shia LaBeouf, and that just that was <laughs> dumb. That tanked, and then he climbed in a birdcage with a young girl, and it got weird. What? The Sia video. Did you ever see that? No. There's a whole video of Shia LaBeouf dancing in what I would consider like a loincloth with this young girl, and they're dancing around in this giant birdcage. It's the weirdest thing you'll ever see. Okay. So, yeah, Shia LaBeouf went off the deep end for a while. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm not the biggest fan. But anyway, so. What was his green screen thing? I, he did some, yeah, he did something. Oh, don't let your a, dreams be dreams. Yeah, yeah that was like, it. He did a meme and it was a whole thing for a while, but <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, no, I hated Crystal Skull. It was just, it was bad. And uh, and they went from Nazis to Russians. Well, that's what you do when you go to the 50s. It's true. It's I true. Mean, you know, 
can only go back to the Nazi well so many times. Well, and I hated that, uh, you know, they, I guess Sean Connery wouldn't come back and reprise his role. Mm-hmm. So they had him killed off. And yeah, it was, it was, it, it was a depressing Indiana Jones to watch. Well, let's be real. Sean Connery, God rest his soul, he, uh, um, he retired after League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. I mean, that was apparently just such a horrible movie for him to film that he was just like, I'm done. Yeah, I'm out. So, what was your favorite Sean Connery movie? Oh, God. Um, I liked him in The Untouchables a lot. Oh, yeah. He, he was, was good really in good that. in The Untouchables. I mean, let's be real. He is my James Bond, you know. Um, probably Daniel Craig is a close second. But um you know Craig's good at that, but yeah, but um No, I thought I Conner- thought Sean Connery did a great job in the Untouchables. Connery was Bond, so I mean, you know, you could go with some of those. Um Yeah, I'd probably have to say he was in my opinion best in the Untouchables. Um there was, like- that, there was that one movie he did, Medicine Man. Medicine Man, that's the one I was about to tell you. Yeah. That was that was a pretty good performance. It was all right. It was, you know, I remember watching that as a kid on HBO during like one of the little trial things. And I was it, just like, it, eh, it was right. a little political, but they raised some good points. You know, we with with a lot of the deforestation that was going on at that time down in like South America. We don't know what we're losing. Mm-hmm. We may be losing nothing or we may be losing everything. This is true. Yeah. But that wasn't a bad. And he was good as the king in uh, which which, by the way, I didn't realize this till just now reprising uh, acting with uh, Kevin Costner because he was in Untouchables with him. He was also then in Robin Hood with Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was the king. I'll be damned. It was, you know, it was a cameo. I mean, at the yeah, end, but say, still. I don't even remember him, to be honest. Yeah, he, yeah. he does a cameo at the end where he rides in and he's the king. Okay. Because oh. he just came back from the Crusades. That's right. Yep. You're right. Okay. Well, there you go. He was... He was the best part of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but that's not saying much. Yeah, I saw it. It's un- not memorable. It was a very poor movie. Yeah. Which is a shame. It is a shame. Yeah. So, I just had to touch up the burn line on my Buffalo Trace. I am... Yeah. It, I don't know what... Mine. I don't know if... You do have the fan going. No, it's hard to see. It, you do have the fan going, so I don't know if maybe that's it. Could be. But um, I do... Ha- I, yeah. I keep having to touch up the burn line on it a little bit. The draw on it's really good. Yep. It is kicking off decent smoke. The uh, the flavor on it, I I'm still getting kind of a little bit of sweetness. Kind of never gotten the sweetness on this. Really? Yeah, I haven't. Oh, yeah, I don't know why. I'm gonna take the end off. Mine's getting a little little harsh at the end. I tend to get a little bit of a tar buildup now and then, and that's one thing I like. I've got this perfect cut from uh, River smoking it too fast. Probably okay. But, uh, you know, sometimes when I V-cut, I'll get that, um, especially punch. I, punch I was going to really say, I bad. used to get tar buildup really bad with the punch because, mm-hmm. um, you know, for a while it was just easier for me to carry the punch on my keychain. Yep. And I would just punch the cigars. But, yeah, I would get really bad tar buildup with the punch. To the and, point, uh, you really have to watch that because if that drips onto your clothes, it'll stain. It'll stain. Yeah. Yeah. And it's gross, man. Mm-hmm. Nobody needs that. But. I don't know. By and large, I don't really get it too much with the V cut or the straight cut. Um, every I, I could probably count on one hand how many times it's happened. But man, when it starts, it's gross. You yeah. don't even. I don't even want to finish the cigar. Well, it's like I said. I just I just point. use the perfect cut. Take another layer off. 
and that usually gets rid of it. Yeah. But you can taste it. The cigar will start That's getting exactly, a little harsh. Yeah, it starts tasting bad. Yeah. You're, well, you're sucking on tar at that point, you know. Nobody needs that. I don't need that in my life. No, no. you don't need that in your life. But otherwise, I've enjoyed the cigar. Like I said, I, I do have some constant burn line issues. And again, maybe it's the fan. I'm not sure, but I don't know. It uh, it's not burning straight. Well, that sucks. Yeah, but as far as the taste of the cigar, you know, once I got rid of that little tar buildup, it's actually really, really good. It's not bad. I mean, I again, know, I put it, I put it at a mild. I know Nick from uh, my monthly was all about the cigar. He was he was really enjoying the cigar. So I don't know. There's there's something to it. I mean, it's it's not a bad cigar. Like I said, it's just. Uh, Right now, flavor note wise, I'm I'm getting like just the mild sweetness. I haven't done a retro hail since the very beginning, so I guess I'm not quite to the halfway point. So I don't know if I want to wait, but um, yeah, let's give it a shot. All right, okay. we can do that. Let you go uh, first. You know, okay. Oh my! Oh my! Yeah, yeah. The pepper is oh my god! It's lingering in the nostrils too. Ooh, it burns. Um, yeah, it burns. It's uh, the pepper's definitely there on the retro hail. So yeah, that's all strong the black all pepper. the spice on the cigar is in the retro hail. Yeah, um, the actual smoking experience not so much just yet, but we'll see. We'll see. Guess what, motherfucker? Oh well, my! It's time for three cigars that we've smoked and enjoyed this week, and uh, I know we did the uh, segment with broccoli. Where we talked about cigars that we smoked and enjoyed over the weekend. We did. But, um, you know, since then, we've smoked some more cigars. So, you know, there's other ones to touch on, other ones to mention. So, are you wanting to go first, or shall I? I'll let you take the lead. So, okay. So, my first one is a Nat Sherman Timeless Prestige Robusto. Ooh, nice. Where'd you get that? I was in my humidor. Okay, I was Rattling around. And, I don't know. I was just uh, trolling on uh, Instagram and saw some pictures of... Mr. Herklot, so over at the uh, PCA uh, convention, and uh, he was uh, promoting the uh, Feriotego cigars, and I figured, you know what? I've got a Timeless. I'm going to go ahead and smoke that thing, and it was really good. It was a little light, you know. I mean, it was a little light, but at the same time, this one is the, uh, like I said, it's the Timeless Prestige Robusto, and it had some real spice and pepper to it. Like, it it had some some distinct flavor notes. On the on the actual cigar, so I was I was happy with it. Very cool. I'm going to throw out a uh, shout out to our studio sponsor, Jerry Tobacco. Okay. I got to sit down by the pond on Monday. Addie, Addie's eleven. Okay. And she came across a boyfriend at Bible uh-huh. school. So I went down and uh, took her and the boyfriend fishing, and they were doing some four wheeler riding at the farm. And I got to sit by. The side of the pond, and while they were riding the four-wheeler, I enjoyed a really nice Aladino Cameron. There you go. And it was, uh, I think it was the, uh, was it Toro? It's, I'm trying to think which size I had. Okay. I, I think it was I think it was the Toro or a Robusto, one or the other. I had a Toro the other day. And yeah. It was really good. So It was, it was, it was really nice sitting there. I actually started my day with that, uh, the day I was laying out the newspaper um, with a Aladino Cameron. There you Toro. go. So my next one is um, the uh, 
Herrera Esteli Maduro. I had that in a Robusto. You can really taste the Esteli. You can, and uh, it's a good cigar. I've been. I like the Herrera Esteli cigars. I typically go for the um, uh, Habano in the Toro size, Mm -hmm. but the uh, shop that I stopped at, they only had the uh, Maduro in the Robusto size. So I grabbed one of those, and it was really tasty. It was a good cigar. And another shout out to Aladino. Look at you. I doubled down that day at the pond. I had my travel humidor with me, and I thought, you know what? Go for it. And I had a, a nice Corojo Reserve to follow up that Cameron. Nice. And it was it was good. It was a spicier cigar. Yeah. You know, but it uh, it was nice. I'm glad I didn't. I, I didn't smoke them in reverse order on purpose. Well, yeah, you I don't thought, want yeah, to that's... follow up a Corojo Reserve with a, with a Cameron. Yeah. So I did the Corojo Reserve second, and it was really, really good. Good. My last one is actually one that was a little Instagram back and forth. So one of our prior guests, Graham Nolan, he uh, tagged me in a picture, and he was outside on his deck enjoying a uh, Padron anniversary cigar, and um, he had tagged me and said that he was out there enjoying that. And so you know what? I went inside, got in my humidor, and after digging through all my cigars with Broccoli Rob the other night, I knew that I had a Padron uh, 1964 anniversary cigar. So I went outside and I fired that guy up and I tagged him on it. And we had a little back and forth. And, you know, we both enjoyed a uh, Padron 1964 anniversary on, uh, what was that, Tuesday night. There you go. And my uh, third and final is the My Father. I had a uh, edition Connecticut, the Mm. CT. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Good cigar. It's one of the few Connecticut's that I'm all about. Yep. Because that cigar, it's really got some good Connecticut flavor and some nuttiness and everything. But then when you hit that final third, yeah. all of a sudden it just pops and yep. it's got some pepper and some spice to it and everything. It's a, it's a Connecticut that knows somebody. Absolutely. And you mentioned the Corojo Reserva. So, like, I do want to do a special uh, little addendum, little little add-on to my three. A bonus um, cigar. It is a bonus. I Earlier tonight when I was over at Riverman, I smoked the uh, uh, Aladino Cam- or, uh, Corojo Reserva uh, Robusto. Mm. And um, this is the one that... Mr. Jonathan's always talking about, and Broccoli had uh, had one when he was in town and was raving about it. And I know I've smoked it in the Toro, I've smoked it in the number four, I've smoked it in, uh, um, I have not lit up one of the torpedoes yet. I do have the torpedo. And I'm sure I've probably smoked the Robusto before, but I haven't, I, it must be one of those things where if I did, I just didn't either didn't pay attention or whatever, but I took my time. I really enjoyed it, and I'll say the Robusto does have a little bit of extra something-something to it. Hmm. So, well, I know what it's worth, the Robusto and the... Uh, our man Brock, FinalThirdCigar.com, is all about... And you notice I put that in there since I you did. mentioned I wasn't saying it enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, he's all about the uh, Jerry Tobacco, the Aladinos. I don't know anybody who's had it that isn't. No. It's a good cigar. Because the Aladinos are good cigars, just all the way around. And, I mean, you know, and I'm not saying this just because they're the studio sponsor, Jerry Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios in the back of Kristen's uh, house. Yep. But um, I will say that uh, I haven't found one yet that I dislike or or anything. I, I, I haven't mean, either. Their Connecticut is super good. Their uh, just regular line, Corojo and their Maduro are both really, really solid cigars, the Cameroon 
And I mean, the Corojo Reserva, man, it's that it's that Cadillac that they have. Well, I recommended so one um, to our friends that were over there, uh, Emily. Yep. And she started out uh, the night there at Riverman with the uh, Cameroon, and I think really enjoyed that cigar. I mean, again, it's a really good cigar. You get that little bit of sweetness from the Cameroon. You get that that spice from the Corojo from the filler. I mean, it's a, it's a good cigar. It truly is. So, well, there you go. So, Nick, this cigar that we're smoking, the Buffalo Trace, mm-hmm. or as I like to call it, the Bison Musk, mm-hmm. comes to us from our man, Nick, over at MyMonthlyCigars.com. It does. What is MyMonthlyCigars.com? Why don't we just let Pinky tell us? Okay, then. This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks! P-U-L-P-I-T. That's your offer code right there. And guys, when you head over to My Monthly Cigars, you can get the Ash Cash points so you can get some rewards for buying stuff and use that towards discounts on other future purchases. And while you're also uh, the over sister there, site. go over to the sister site, FockingGoodCoffee.com, F-A-H-KingCoffee.com, and uh, get some coffee to go along with your cigars. Absolutely. So. If it wasn't 11 o'clock at night, we'd be drinking some probably right yeah, now. Yeah, I probably don't need any coffee at mm-hmm. this point. And by the way, guys, the August box is going to be um, the Cigar Pulpit box. Wow. So Jeff and I picked those cigars. For each other. We, I was going to say, I picked two that I thought Jeff would like, and he was tasked with the responsibility of picking two that he thought I would like, which means we're probably going to get four Connecticut's. <laughs> and, um, you know, we'll uh, we'll see how this goes. But yeah, the, uh, the did, August did, box did Nick is tell the... You? Uh, no, he did not tell okay, me. Okay, good, good, no, good, I, good. I have no idea what two cigars you picked for me, and uh, unless he's told you what I picked, then vice versa. He's so, not. So, yep. So we're going. We're going in blind. This will be for each of us a fifty percent surprise. And do you know why he's doing a cigar pulpit box for us? He's doing that because August is our second anniversary month, and so for the month of August, we will be celebrating the second anniversary of the show. Yay. I think it's about mid-month. We just cleared our 200th episode. We did. Yeah. And now we're getting into that. Which, by the way, I guess is probably as good a time as any for me to go ahead and spring this on Jeff. So he's been bitching for a while Who, about me? going to one a week. And yes. so um, I, I, you know, for unless something changes, guys, more than likely in September, uh, we'll get through the anniversary month, but more than likely in September, I'll go ahead and acquiesce to Jeff and pull back. We'll We'll do one episode a week. I'll see if we can stretch it out a little bit longer and, you know, kind of combine some things oh, and whatnot. because the two-hour episodes we've been doing aren't enough. We only did that one with Broccoli <laughs> recently. We've had some relatively short ones here yeah. lately, so I don't think this one's going to go super long. But no. Um, anyway, the point is, you know, we'll, we'll pair it back in September. So, you know, we'll let everybody kind of get a little chance to catch up and everything like that, and we'll see. But Well, uh, and what it comes down to is, um, I was really pushing hard for that pre-COVID. And then COVID happened, and let's be honest, it freed us up a lot of time because we couldn't do anything but this, which was nice, you know. Um, but now that things are starting to roll again, you know, I'm three people short in my operation, and I've been just basically plugging holes, you know, to keep 
to keep the operation going. And it's taken a lot more time than it did before COVID. Anyway. And you're in the same boat. You're you're filling in other tasks that you weren't doing. Yes. So, you know, our we, we you know, it I know it sounds silly, but two episodes a week turns into a pretty big time commitment. I mean And you and I both have to focus on our businesses right now as well. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just gonna leave it at that. You can but, tell yeah. he's not happy about this, no. folks. So starting in September, um, you know, we'll we'll pair back. I'll do my best to uh to make sure that the uh the ones that are there are are, you know, quality shows, unlike, you know, this one. And uh <laughs> you know, we'll we'll do better. But um we'll do better. You know, I'll coordinate guests and stuff. Well, can, and that's the one and, thing uh, you know is we'll, we'll doing twice doing twice a week is how do I say this? Doing two a week, it gets hard to come up with enough to talk about. It makes me really appreciate radio shows that do a you know five days a week because and you know but they have producers. I was I mean, say we have, have us. They have producers that actually seek out guests and that sort of thing. Which, yeah, you know we again, need a we need a millennial. Yeah, well we don't have a millennial. We you, don't have a your millennial. call from an intern got us nothing but you know freaking Jerry. Uh, Jerry uh, Pulaski, Pulaski yeah. wanting a freaking intern for us. So I mean, let's be real. We haven't had many bites on your. Call He's going to live in your basement or mine. I'm assuming. If I don't have on. a basement, so I so guess that's it's, a hard. No. He'll be living in Kristen's basement with you. Yeah, yeah. Me, me, and the cat, and you know Jerry, Jerry Pulaski. That sounds like a shit show. <laughs> it could be a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you'd have to film like. A whole season's worth, and my God, you know it's, that's it's, true. Just the time commitment alone on that. Which well, you know, be, it's funny. I was listening to the Office stupid. Ladies, or the yeah, Office Ladies. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I assume. Yeah. I mean, their I podcast to it. I love their podcast. You don't listen to it? I have stopped listening to it. Oh, I I listen to it religiously every week. I just you know, but they I got, were I got about, behind, and it was like, eh, I'm done. They were talking about how one season they did like 28 episodes. Which I don't know if you know much about sitcoms. That's a lot of episodes. Yeah, in a normally season. about twenty-two. Yeah, for they did twenty-eight, and they talked about like I mean, it was just you know there there was no stop, there was no gap, there was no hiatus week, you know, per month kind of thing, and how hard that was. And you know, I understand that. I don't know it, it to to stay at the level of shows that they had and do twenty-eight in one year. That was really saying something about the writer, writing staff they had for sure. I mean, they at least had to act. You just have to sit and talk and smoke cigars. That's true. But I'm on. You know, it's hard to be on all the time. You're the same on here as you are <laughs> in real life. I don't want to friggin' hear it. But anyway. <laughs> I will oh say, my gosh. like going out to eat with Emily and JT and Broccoli the other night. You know, yeah, it was, it. you know, I was on and trying to entertain and probably getting annoying. <laughs> oh, it. Especially to you. Yeah, because typically when you're on and entertaining, it's at my expense. It's true. Yeah, it's true. So, but it was fun. We had a good time with them. I we need the Hoosiers to come into town more often. I mean, this is true. It's true. It's very true. Yeah, we have better lounges. No offense to Indiana, but you know, I don't know if we have better lounges. We have different lounges. Different. I'll give you that. Yeah. All right. I like the lounges I went to out there. I mean, some of them, you know, when we when you and I went out, the one was really bougie that we went to. Yeah. The high back chairs and the guy just, cutting and lighting our cigar yeah, for they, us and all they that. They tend to just be a little bit more of that, it seems. Now, I like the one that was over the Asian restaurant. I thought that was a neat concept. Sticks. That was yeah. nice. And they have good food. 
Yeah. And then, uh, you know, uh, the smoke pit. Yeah. You know, yeah. enjoyed going there and getting to meet those folks. So, yep. Yeah. Well, all in all. I mean, I'm not saying they don't have good lounges. I'm just saying we just, I think, have a few more. It. I, I need to get down to Atlanta. Oh, I know. Because what they say, 130 or something crazy? Something like that. Like 120, 130. That just boggles the mind. Yeah. It's a lot. Because in St. Louis, lounges. what do we have, a dozen? Um... We probably have more than you realize, but uh, in terms of ones that you actually hear about, 10 to a dozen, I would You know, think we've got Riverman, we've got uh, the Hill Cigar Company, world famous Hill Cigar Company. There's uh, um, Lit. Lit. Our buddies over there, Stanley's, Stanley's downtown. There's Grand Crew, Santino's. Um, if you if you counted the tinderbox over on the Illinois side, I mean, there's that one that's out there that just opened not too long ago, and I'm blanking on the name of that. I mean, there's a handful, yeah. you know, but realistically, like you know, for me, I'd kind of just bounce between the Hill Lit and Riverman, yeah, you know, same here. Um, they tend to be more my my vibe, you know. I I hear nice things about Grand Crew, and and as much as I like Stanley's, it's it's not really my cup of tea. Nah, Stanley's is going to be more your Nikki Blaine's and your. To a maybe not quite to the extent, but like a Rocky Patel burn, in that it's more of a bar that has a humidor and yeah. you can smoke inside of it. Um, what it really boils down to for me there too is just the feng shui of the room, in that the chairs are all arranged in such a way that you're sitting with the people that you came with, yeah, and you're not conversing with anybody else. Well, and it, and it's more spread out too, so it you're is. not going to have that close in lounge feel like you get it and you that's, know, hill. That's or the what river I like, or, about. or even lit. And, you know, and that's true. Lit's kind of segregated in terms of, like, it's got little seating areas, but there it's it's one big open room, and it's empty in it. Well, not empty. It's it's uh, spread out enough that, like, if you wanted to have a conversation across the room, you totally could. Yeah. Um, but but Lit's also, you know, Lit has a bar, and so it's a, it's a slightly different vibe. It's kind of a good mix, I think. It's more between, of a couple's lounge, it's kind I of, think. Yeah, it's kind of a good mix between Riverman and the Hill and Stanley's. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of that middle. It, it straddles that middle line really, really well. Yeah. So, but it's good. And he's been expanding out his humidor over there at Lit, you know, doing really good things. I know that that amphitheater they're building real near there, if it's not open now, it should be open, like, any time, realistically. And... um Lit was going to move into a bigger, better location right next to that once that opened up. So um, I would imagine here relatively soon we'll be hearing from uh, from the folks over at Lit about about their new location, which yeah. will be exciting. We'll have to go over there and check it out. Oh, most definitely. So so before we get into our final thoughts on the cigar here, how do folks reach out to us on the socials? We are on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. You know it's my page. We're also on Facebook on the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners group, where everybody's sharing cigars and, you know, thoughts and opinions on the show and all that kind of fun stuff. We're on Twitter, YouTube, and you can always uh, give us a call at the Ask the Boys hotline, area code 863-874-0000. We had a lot of calls for Tuesday's episode we currently have no calls in line for next Tuesday's episode. So, guys, get your calls in. Time to we, step up. I was going to say, get your calls, get your questions in, and give us something to talk about on Tuesday's show. There you go. So, uh, Nick, we're doing the uh, Buffalo Trace here. We are. For my monthly cigars. What are you uh, getting? I'm down to my, uh, I guess, uh, the final third, finalthirdcigar.com. I am probably, 
just past the halfway point. Like I said, it's a really slow smoker. My burn line has corrected itself. Um, so now the burn line is really pretty good. Um, yeah, mine is evened out as well. Yeah, the uh, the draw on it's really great. Construction on it seems really good. I'm, I am taking off the the primary band now just because... Say, I just took um, my bands off uh, a few minutes ago. I took the little one off, but now I'm taking off the big one just because it's... I, I don't know. It's It's not like encroaching upon it but it's close enough that i'm like you know if i don't take it off now then i'm gonna not pay attention and it will start burning you it. could but be a band burner i could be a band yeah. burner but um no could have been won't mm-hmm. boy i'll tell you flavor note wise i just i don't know if i've just smoked too many cigars today and it's hard because i will admit i've smoked this is my fifth of the day so i don't know if i've maybe just uh smoke too much and i'm just not getting anything specific but it's it's not a bad cigar but i'm not getting any real specific flavor notes from it i guess i can give it one last little retro hail here yeah, for I'm the gonna show do that too. Okay. And, uh, oh god <coughs> yeah it's it's i think some spice is built up in oh, with the pepper too oh god i was trying to not cough but it was yeah, not possible oh my god it it's, burns. Ling- it's lingering in the nostrils too yeah it's hanging. So, yeah, it's definitely... That's where your spice is on the cigar. Definitely in the retrohale. There's a lot of black pepper to it. Like you said, there is maybe a little hint of other spice that has started to creep in with the uh, black pepper. And um, it adds a lot to it. I'll say yeah, that. It does. But, my God, there's that. that's where they put all the flavor of this thing is the retrohale. The, uh, the actual cigar itself... There's a lot of complexity to the retro hail, not necessarily the cigar. Exactly. Yep. Um, but it's it's not bad. It's just not. No, I definitely smoked this again. I've I've enjoyed it. Yeah. No, I, exactly. And I and you know, and in all fairness, I'd be curious to see how it does pair up with some Buffalo Trace. Um, maybe in hindsight, we should have done that. But I'd have had to go out and buy a whole new bottle. And you know, now I'm committing myself to a whole bottle of whiskey just to true do like. A smidge of it just to smoke and and have with the cigar. And to be so. honest, I wasn't in the mood to drink tonight. No, no. You and I definitely would have been coming to fisticuffs if we'd have been getting alcohol involved. But uh, we should have taped that call and played no, it for everybody. That probably was not the best. But anyway, so uh, good times. So yeah, so uh, coming up, we've got Tuesday show. That'll be... I'm working on a listener interaction Tuesday if we get that put together. I was going to say, could have done that at the beginning of the month. But... Um, I did. I, I showed you the text messages. Well, now we know what the fight was about. And um, <laughs> then uh, Friday... Um, we need if, a millennial. Since uh, there are five Fridays in July, we will not be smoking a selection for my monthly cigars. We'll just be... Uh, Figuring out something else. There so, you go. And then we'll be busting out uh, the new My Monthly uh, Pulpit Pack on the 6th of August. I guess that gives me a little bit of time. I can see maybe somebody from TPE, if they're free, to come on and you know be a guest. Perfect. So, I don't know. We'll see. Perfect. we got a little bit of time for that. So Well, there you go. There we go. Good deal. Well, guys, like I said, get your questions in for Ask the Boys, because we're going to need those. And otherwise... I don't have any other business to bring before the board. Say I'm good. I'm going to sit here and finish out my cigar. All right. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Stay smoky.